This is a HeadGum Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Rise, a science-based app that makes it easy to improve your sleep and daily energy. Sleep, y'all. I talk about it a lot. Uh, if you listen to the show, you know that uh, it's it's been on my mind. And a lot of research has come out about sleep in, in, in recent years. And we understand it in a way that we didn't before. That old rise and grind adage is out. You need to be getting sleep, guys. It's as necessary as air, as food, as water. But there are a lot of myths and misunderstandings around sleep. I know it because I've looked into it. Did you guys know that it's normal to feel groggy when you wake up and, and to feel sluggish in the afternoon? Yeah, it's normal. However, it is not normal to feel tired throughout the day. Something going on, if that's the case, guys. That's an indication that you're carrying a sleep debt, and that's limiting your natural energy peaks and making your dips less productive. You can become a morning person, dudes. I'm here to tell you, it is possible. And you can do it without having to stop using your phone before bed or buying a new mattress or supplements or weighted blankets or listening to some, you know, jamming something in your ear where somebody sings you to bed or like a, a lady, you know, is crunching on uh, a plastic bag. <laughs> Don't people listen to that clipping, the clipping sounds, uh, AMSR. I don't, I don't know. That might be the wrong acronym, but you know what I'm talking about. Uh, it's all thanks to Rise. They are using scientific and a fact-based approach to help you get the sleep your body needs. And it's built around the two principles that sleep researchers agree most affect how we feel and perform. Sleep debt and circadian rhythm. Okay, what's sleep debt, you ask? It's the only sleep score that matters. Rise tracks how much sleep you owe your body relative to your own unique sleep need, and it helps you pay it back. And... This is what really got me piped about Rise, uh, circadian rhythm. So your circadian rhythm dictates your personal energy peaks and dips throughout the day. Rise not only predicts your energy schedule, it helps you take control of it. Wow, that's what I needed. I, I got all into sleep and I started crunching all this data, you know, using a wearable. I'm watching my sleep. I, I got a lot of intel on it, but I didn't know what the hell to do then. <laughs> I got, I was like, okay, cool. I, I kind of know, I guess what's happening, but I don't know why. And I don't know how to fix it. And I don't know what the hell to do with these numbers. So rise works by pulling historical data from your phone apps, um, or wearables, and it'll tell you your sleep need. It'll track your sleep debt and it'll determine the best time for you to go to sleep. That's that important circadian rhythm factor working its way in there. Uh, every morning rise tells you how long you'll be groggy, what your best focus times will be, and when you should start winding down for better sleep. And with rise, you can improve 16 science-based habits that will help you reduce your sleep debt and optimize your day based on your energy schedule. That's what I love. Actionable advice. So there it's like the, it's exactly what I needed because I had all this data wearing the Fitbit. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm tracking my sleep and then I didn't know I was telling you guys, I didn't know what to do with it. And so having rise come in, they're like, Oh, Hey, look, good stuff. We got all this. This is what you need to do. 16 ways to pay back that sleep debt. And, uh, you know, based on all this data that, that you've, uh, acquired and that we've collected, we can tell you 
This is when you should be, uh, you know, scheduling your podcast records. This is when this is the optimum time for you to go to bed. This is when you should wake up. And this is how long you're going to feel sluggish after you wake up. I dig it, guys. I can plan a day now. You know what else has been really great is uh, using, I've been playing around with this app a lot, the Rise app, using it during um, uh, this this kind of quarantine lockdown. You know, my days have a lot less structure. And so, you know, being able to use this kind of guideline or blueprint laid out by Rise, uh, I'm able to add some structure in my days and get stuff done. Rise helps you realize your potential with real results, real productivity, real performance, real well-being. 80% of Rise users feel the benefits within five days. Give it a try and see what it can do for you. Go to risescience.com dumbbells and download the Rise app today to try it free for seven days. Whether you want to become a morning person, wake up more refreshed, be less exhausted during the day, or improve your productivity and daily energy, Rise is the power behind your next best day. That's risescience.com slash dumbbells to try the Rise app for free for seven days. Guys, five days you start showing results. They're offering you seven. What have you got to lose? And now, enjoy the episode. This is the Dumbbells of Personal Fitness Podcast, where we have Eugene Cordero... And me, I'm Ryan Stang, discussions and answer questions of the fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience, a little bit of bro science. So please keep in mind we're not doctors, never claim to be. Mm-mm, just a couple of demos, love us have some fitness. Want to help you with yours. And the help you start right now. Hi. Out the gates, going, out the get- helping. Helping out the guts. Helping out the guts. Helping the guts out the gates. Helping the guts out the gates. Enemy yeah, at the gates. Enemy at the gates. Don't let them in. <laughs> Don't let them in. Don't let them in. Problem solved. Yeah. If it's already in the title, we already know what's happening. We know it. Was that a sniper or something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, Got a sniper. Well, listen, guys, uh, you might have enemies at your gates. They may or may not be snipers. We're here to help. Great segue. Great segue. (laughs) I just want to let people know we're here to help. You got an enemy at your gates? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're here to help, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe We're all about good segues now. Maybe it's uh, bad habits. Maybe it's... uh, uh, you know, uh, lack of motivation. Here uh, we go. This is where we lose them. <laughs> Maybe your Jude Law is your lack of motivation. Uh-huh. Is he in that? Copy. Who knows? I don't know. Somebody is. It's uh, or maybe Ray, Ray Fiends or something. Oh, Ray Fiel and Donatello and Leonardo <laughs> and Michelangelo. All of the Ninja Turtles are in there. As well as the artists. Four baby turtles. Four baby turtles. A splinter. Splinter. Rat that learned karate from his sensei in his sure, slash sure. owner makes no sense. Why not just have him be a human that it's sad. Also it's, made the transition. Yeah. It's more sad if he's a human that gets, that gets mixed up with a rat and then has to live in the sewer. And then he's like, he's so pleased that he has these people that he can teach. He's got these turtles that he can teach now. And like, it's, 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 it speaks to his humanity that's left in him. As opposed to a rat that just is, you know, a rat. I think I f- like a rat just became human size. It'd just be looking to get cheese. It wouldn't be sure, sure, sure. It wouldn't be looking to like you know train people in the in to become ninjas. But you know, he was he was trained by his master. He, he so just he watched learned, his master. His master he, didn't. He do. learned some. He learned some. You know, um, 
goals, how to set goals, <laughs> how to be, you know, like he, he, he was in the dojo. So he was looking at all the you're signs. Right, he learned right. how to read. It's I mean, washing I think over it's, him. it's washing let's over be him. honest. I think it's more impressive uh, I get, that yeah. a regular rat it's, is now a sensei. It's impressive, but it's not as sad as if you're, you know, a human that has to live in the sewer. Sure, no. sure, sure. You There's know. enough sad stuff in that whole thing, though, isn't there? <laughs> I mean, isn't it the most impressive then that if that was just a normal rat and the Ninja Turtles were teenagers who got turned into turtles, right? No, no. No. They're little turtles that crawled around in the goop. Oh, in the goop, yeah. In the but every Got it. So then how did everybody be able to speak to each other? <laughs> that's that where it doesn't make goop? sense. That No, that's, Copy. you know... You got to take some, uh, somehow, like, I guess it's all from Splinter just learning from his sensei. I mean, he was an exceptional rat. He had to be an exceptional rat because he's really the genesis of all this. Well, I then think let's the stop there. Let's stop there and just give it to him, okay? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think in the cartoon, they flipped it. I think in the cartoon, he was a guy. He was a straight uh-huh. up guy that got Sure, sure, got sure. Switched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, the, I think the cartoon, they were like, we got to fucking solve this. But the, I think yeah. in the comics, the original comics and in the movie, the original, the movie, because the, the movie's got the little like rat doing karate oh, right. in his cage, sure. you know, watching his guy shadow boxing and shit, you know. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I like it all. Hey, listen, we got a lot of questions to that you folks sent in. We put, we asked for questions. We got them. We did. We got them. Tons came Tons. in. We got our our good friend Aaron McGowan, who'll be joining us shortly. She's mm-hmm. going to pop in on this. She's going to answer some questions too. She's literally training clients right now. And she is, uh, so she's in the game, man. She's living the game. Yeah. She's surviving the game. Fucking, she's got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got, iced tea. Her. she's got iced tea chasing. <laughs> iced tea's being chased. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Busey's after her. Mm-hmm. John C. McGinney. McGinley. Who else? Who's the main guy? Is it Lance Erickson or something? I'm going to tell you right now. I have no idea. You don't survive in the game? You don't all the specifics of it? I don't don't know any specifics of many movies, really. I love that movie. That was one I saw at the movies two or three times. (laughs) Oh, God. Amazing. (laughs) I think I bought tickets for other stuff and then just kept going to see that. It was like at a weird time. Like maybe it came. Snuck in after? Yeah, that or because I couldn't get the R rating or something. But um, it came out at sure. maybe like a weird time, like in the spring where there just wasn't a lot of other shit playing. And I was like, oh, this is fucking perfect for me. The dangerous game. The most dangerous game, man. Right. Um, Which was its own book, right? Or, yeah, short story. Yeah. The most dangerous game. Yeah, right? yeah. It's this guy. I think the first or maybe in its first and most popular publican, a guy gets invited out to an island or something by a wealthy big game mm-hmm. hunter and it's just like yes, all right yes. dude, you're the you're the trophy mm-hmm. here and then you know you've since seen it uh portrayed in excellent films such as surviving the game and hard target excellent excellent films mm-hmm. and then also portrayed in season three of wrecked with me right. and will hines versus asif and everybody <laughs> that's else. right uh hey we co- we go to the wrecked island and uh and start hunting man. <laughs> I did uh, f- real quick, funny um, Peloton specific. I was on a ride and people will try to sneak dirty names in and the hosts or the, the, sure. uh, the teachers will catch it. And so they'll be like, 
Hey, yeah, uh, yeah, Stanger yeah. Gamer, 45, 200 rides. Congratulations. You know, Corn Pop, 350. Nice and happy birthday. Oh, oops, somebody almost got me there. Nice try. I'm not going to say it. You know, so you'll hear that. So you know that people are trying, you know. Yeah. I heard one that did get in. Uh, the last name was Wrecked, and the first name was Dixie. <laughs> and they said the full thing. Hey, Dixie Wrecked, uh, 500 rides. Nicely done. <laughs> Oh man, it was. That's did make so me laugh. funny. <laughs> Dixie wrecked. That's great. Uh, anyway, uh, wrecked. Great show. HBO Max. All three seasons are there now. Some yeah, great check it out. A lot it. of friends of the show uh, on that. Um, a lot of friends of the show. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of Peloton, though, let's start answering some of these because these are ones that me and you are all about the game. Yeah, of McGowan's. Um, on the McGowan's anti Peloton, so we'll save we'll save her yeah, from yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, what did you see a Peloton one? I did, I did. Uh, it was um, from Bree Burkett. Uh, said, "How do you how do y'all balance your Peloton cycling and strength strength training?" Uh, well, candidly, Bree, I could say for me, not very well. I, I <laughs> mine hasn't been good because I've been. I, I haven't been very imaginative uh, as quarantine strung out longer and longer. Um, and I uh, quarantine or lockdown or whatever. Um, and so I, uh, I'm i just using all these terms interchangeably. They're all different because I'm technically not. Yeah, but they're all. But they're all ultimately yeah. Me you home. at home. So anyway, I, yeah. I, I really relied on the Peloton to kind of be the cornerstone of my fitness for better or for worse. I, cause I just, I didn't have the, I was losing kind of the, the, the brain power to just dream up new stuff, new stuff for myself to do. And so I would do, um, basically the bare minimum as far as strength training and then do really challenging rides and push myself on the rides, which was kind of cool. I don't know ultimately if I loved what it was doing for my body at the end of it. I felt like I was definitely hitting some gaps and, you know, given my age and hormones and, um, diet and all that kind of stuff, I just felt like I was starting to see some diminishing returns. I got good at riding a stationary bike, but I didn't, mm. and I, and I felt like my, you know, lungs right. and all that kind of stuff were healthy and good endurance there, but I just, I wasn't getting the cross training that I needed. And so, um, I, I, I have found, and now this is kind of what I'm up against now, I'm going back to the gym. I got a couple days under my belt going back to a gym. And so I still want to incorporate um, these Peloton rides, but it's just how are they going to fit and how's that going to look now? And also want to do some other um, cardiovascular training at the gym. I like the stair stepper a lot. And it just seems like nice counter programming uh, to do because I'm doing it upright, you know, as opposed to being seated on a bike. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's kind of where that doesn't answer your question exactly, but I wasn't I wasn't being as disciplined as I could be because I was just trying to make it through. Uh, Eugene, I don't know what's mm -hmm. jumping out at you with that question. I mean, my balance early was not a balance either, just because I think I got excited about my mm -hmm. new toy. You know, using it, uh, I was using um, the uh, doing uh, cycling classes um, a bunch early on, maybe like, you know, four or five days and then doing some of their cardio or strength, uh, in their videos and stuff, just because I was like, what is this? What is this? You know, like really 
digging in, into it. And then once I've, I found a happy kind of medium in there, um, I'm at where I am now, which is about like once or twice, uh, no, I'm sorry, two or three yeah. times a week. I'll do like a 20 minute or a 30 minute ride tops. Um, and those are usually, um, you know, some of the, it depends, like, you know, two of those days will be like the hit rides or, you know, hills and, and whatever, the ones that are a little bit more, um, resistance heavy. Yeah. And then, uh, and then do a low impact as another one is just kind of like a movement one on like an active rest day. So I've been using one of the rides per week, usually as like a 30 minute active rest. That's all I'm doing that day. Um, and then the other two is usually to kind of, um, add to my, um, like full body training of that day. So I wouldn't necessarily be training legs that day. Um, but the next, it, but and all of my leg workouts have now gotten to the thing where it's just like higher reps, not as heavy, but resistance training. So I'm doing deadlifts, but I'm not trying to, you know, do a five by five, you know, I'm, I'm doing like yeah. eight to 10 and just kind of like getting some reps in and the same with squats. I'm not going any, anything that I couldn't do, you know, eight to 12 reps of, of like three to five sets. So I'm like, you know, it's more of getting the movement because I can feel my legs doing the work all the time now that I don't, and there's no reason that I'm like, I need my legs to get any You don't want to go bigger. full Dorian Yates so, off season? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the majority of my strength training is 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 hitting um, uh, upper body and, and core stuff. Um and then relying on the Peloton to kind of even out the leg stuff other than, you know, deadlifts and squats. And those are even, you know, um, more of a manageable weight rather than ever going heavy. And I, I feel like that's, you know, generally with my strength training for the, for my abs and I mean, for my core and upper body stuff, I am still, you know, doing one day where it's like, you know, 10, 10 to 12 reps. Um, and then the next time I'm hitting those same muscles, I'm doing six to eight. And then the next time after that, I'm doing like, you know, f uh, three to five reps. So I'm still going heavy -er on uh, the upper body stuff, but uh, not so much on my lower body. I'm just like, man, we use these legs to do everything. So I'm, I'm fine with just kind of keeping them functioning yeah. well. Yeah. I mean, you got, you got this, you got some sticks on you, man. Eugene's got some, some built legs. Yeah. I do have, I do have some, some big uh, elephant legs. So the last thing I need is to, you know, focus on, and, and, you know, it is one of those things where people say, I have said, train your legs first so you can get your general strength up since yeah. those are so, such a massive muscle group, um, you know, your quads and your hammies and all of that stuff. Um, and, uh, um, but for me, I just feel like I've, I've definitely taken that into, a lot of the work that I've done. And, and also I'm just like, man, I just like using the bike and, and being a little lighter as far as the weight has just saved yeah. my knees a bunch. My knees feel don't, don't hurt at all. I feel good. Yeah. So I feel I, like I'm I in a good think, place. you know, and that's Brie, um, in a kind of agreement with Eugene on that and, and circling back, I think that that's, that's been the win of as far as, having something like a Peloton um, or your version of that 
is that I do love having a high intensity, minimal impact thing that I can do. Um, if I, if I'm using it wisely, if I'm incorporating it a couple times a week into what I'm doing every day, you know, every day hormonally just isn't right. Like, it's just not right. Like you're just gonna, you know, it's not bad. I mean, it's just, you're going to be good. You're going to become good at cycling and, and look like that. But I didn't, yeah. I, I wasn't quite using it. You know, I'm training, you know, for, for like overall fitness. And so I was just getting a little like limited and narrow minded in that. And so I think I'd like, yeah, I'd like a couple times a week to do a more hit type ride, um, you know, in that kind of 20 to 30 minute range. And then, um, and then screw down on more resistance training, which I'd been, you know, taking a break from for a year. Mm -hmm. So now I'm back at the gym. Yeah, yeah. Dude. It's been fun going back to the gym. Like all there's, so I started going to this, I, I train at Equinox, um, pardon their politics. I don't know where they're at. They're at now. I know they were doing some bad stuff, mm -hmm. but anyway, I'm, you know, I'm a truth teller. I'm telling you guys the truth. I think that, I think it improved. Anyway, I've been going to Equinox. I used to go to this other one, um, further from where I lived because it had a sauna, but now that I have my own sauna, I can go to one oh, that's a yeah. little, yeah, a little more to. proximal to my location. And so it was one I used to go to years ago. And so I hadn't been there in a long time and going back to it, there's still some of the same fuckers there. <laughs> I was going wow. there. I looked at my, I looked at my membership card, like, cause you get it on your phone now. And so I was going to this gym. I'll pull it up right now and tell you in 2000 and let's see here, 2005, there's still some of the same fuckers there doing the same shit they were doing in 2005. <laughs> Look, looking the same. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess I am to some degree. I mean, maybe those people literally left the yeah. same amount of time that I did. And we both came back on the same day and they're like, that fucking guy is still coming up to this gym anyway. So that was like really funny to see. And then, uh, it, and then it's just interesting. I, I taught, I, I trained a few days at a gym in Palm Springs and got really sore. And so same kind of thing. I got to take on more bite-sized pieces because any of the barbell, anything I do with the barbell, I'm getting fucking wild sore for a day or two. Yeah. And so that's been fun to kind of, you know, sprinkle that stuff back in there. And you know, what's so crazy. I was just thinking about the fact that you're going back to the gym. When I get back from Vancouver, we can start recording together I again. I know. Isn't Exciting. that crazy? Yeah. Uh, we won't, we won't, <laughs> but isn't that neat? It's, <laughs> it's fucking thrilling, dude. You know, I get, you it's don't want to really get some cool. matcha in the Stanger's place? I want to get some matcha. I would love for us to be able to jump in that sauna, have some matcha, and have yeah, a, dude. you know, yeah, dude. Well, That's what we're going to do. Sounds amazing. Uh, that's what we're going to do. Okay. Wh who else you like? Any other? Well, I also like this next one because uh, I, I like that um, you were talking about, speak. You, you were already speaking about going back to the gym, but also talking about this, um, this, this, uh, Warrior fast, mm. uh, doing the 20, 20 hours of fasting, four hours of uh, eating. Because uh, Dan Fleming brought up for Stanger, are you trying to hit specific protein goals while you're on that 24 um, ratio fast? Uh, he's like, I'm not sure if I'm getting enough resistance training while, or enough while I'm resistance training. Dan, uh, 
again, I, I I'm not sure if I am either. I, 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 well, I, I would say that I feel like I'm getting enough protein. Um, I'm not being that systematic about it. I, I eat a little bit more intuitively. And so I'll, I'll tell you exactly what I'm, what I'm eating each night. It's, I, I will take, uh, the only supplementation I'm doing when I break my fast is with protein is collagen. So I'll take a, a dose of collagen, which I think it equates about is yeah, a scoop, scoop? Uh, it, which equates to around like 10 to 12 grams of protein, maybe, maybe 15 mm -hmm. grams of protein. So a little, yeah, I think if it's the, um, the vital, um, peptides one, I think vital peptides, I think that's, uh, yeah. 14. So grams. I, I yeah. take that and then I will do, um, uh, some kind of light protein, um, like a small amount, four ounces, something like that. And then, um, and then some juicing, you know, ginger and celery and that kind of shit, tons of, and a lot of nuts, probably more nuts than I should two cups, maybe cup and a half. And then, uh, and then mm. I'll, for like a, for a dinner, I have a fucking huge salad, comically big salad. And then I'll do, uh, like again, probably too much protein, <laughs> 16 ounces, 10 ounces of protein, probably. 10, 11 ounces right. of protein, some kind of chicken or fish, uh, sometimes beef. And so, and that's where, and then like lots of fats, like I have a whole avocado every day and then, you know, tons of olive oil and stuff. So I never, I, I never feel like I'm missing the mark on protein. I always feel like I'm getting a, enough protein. Oftentimes I feel like I'm maybe even getting too much, but I'm not in any kind of, I'm not in any kind of active gains, um, cycle. Like I'm not trying to gain anything. I'm trying right. to maintain mm -hmm. or lose a little bit. So Dan, I would say if you're trying to put muscle on, you should definitely be more systematic about it. Find out exactly how much protein yeah, you need and then because right now if you're th if, if just rough estimate of what Stanger is doing, he's getting those 14 grams from the collagen peptides, a 4 ounce 4 to 6 ounce uh, amount, 4 to 6 ounces. That's anywhere from maybe 23 to 30 grams of protein mm -hmm. there. Um, so that's roughly, you know, 40 grams, uh, you know, 35 to 40 grams yeah. by that point. And then that next one is maybe easily yeah. like 100 or eh, 80 yeah. grams to 100 grams of protein. So he, you know, Stanger's staying probably relatively within the like 120, 130 grams of protein yeah. range on a daily intake, yeah. right? Sounds right. So that seems about right, you know. Now, that um, being said, you know, and this is the risk that you run with that narrow of a fasting window is are you able to how bioavailable is 80 grams mm -hmm. of protein or whatever I'm eating for that kind of dinner dose? You know, it may not be. Mm -hmm. I mean, I may I may not be able to use all of that. Uh, and so that's I yeah. mean, that's just so I feel full. It's not like I'm thinking like, "Oh, I've got a fucking I've got to, you know, feed my muscles the right way. And so that that's where it starts to get challenging if you're in that kind of that narrow of a window, if you're really trying to make strength and muscle gains, you know, you might want yeah. to look to open it up a little bit just so that you can get more I protein think it, assimilation in. I agree. I agree. I feel like a 20, 20 to 4 ratio is very limiting in, in the amount that you can actually take in of that protein. Um, completely, especially if you're trying to make some gains in your resistance training. 
And also like to have that, those carbohydrates be used in the right way for your workout the next day, if you're doing that within your, you know, your window. So I, I would be along the lines of, uh, you know, if, if an, if a 16 to eight ratio feels too big, I think getting into a, um, a 14, six, uh, sorry, 18. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Six ratio is, is better because then you can break the fast with a larger amount of a protein build and then have two more, you know, protein focused meals within that eight, six hours, right. You know, right at the beginning, right in the middle. And then right at the end of that, right before the end of that fast, and hopefully that one right in the middle is the one that you're taking in the most of your yeah. protein. Um, and so, you know, and again, I, your, your protein intake, if you're trying to make some gains in these resistance trainings, should, you know, should be roughly a, close to the amount of grams, um, the amount of grams that you take in of lean protein should be equal to or roughly around your lean muscle mass amounts. So, you know, um, so if you're, you know, 160 pounds, 65 pounds, and you're 100 and 140 of those pounds is, is muscle, that it should be 140 grams of 140 protein. pounds Trying. of pure steel and sex appeal. Yes. Um, so, yeah, think about that, Dan. I think that would be helpful in... Um, and maybe breaking it down, but also, you know, feel free to like, you know, um, be intuitive also, what, which is what uh, Stanger was saying of, you know, if you don't feel like it's enough, then take in a little bit more food and see if that's going to help you. It, it Everybody's body is different and it, you know, takes uh, you to play with that, those I, numbers I, I think especially with fasting too, you got it. You got to experiment around and, and try stuff and, and, you know, listen to your body and be a detective and all that, because you can definitely, there's no, there's not a lot of set good literature on it and everybody's going to react differently. Mm -hmm. And so you just, you you just don't know till you try it. Um, Eugene, how much protein are you trying to get a day? How much are you? Um, I am. I'm. I, I think I'm. I'm roughly at like anywhere from like 120 to 150. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it varies between like getting that one last meal of you know. Protein Do you still in. supplement? Are you supplementing with protein right now? Yeah. 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 It's. A, yeah. I'll. I'll do a whey protein. Um. But I don't do Not it every, every day. day. I think it's one of the ones of like. I feel like I didn't eat enough. I'll. I'll have one. And I worked out. I'll. I'll make sure I have one just to make sure. Um like a scoop of, you know, whey protein isolate so that I can at least know, okay, here's another, you know, 30 grams yeah. or something. Um, but yeah. Um, but I, you know, again, I, I'm, I'm thinking of longevity of what I'm averaging protein wise. And as long as I'm staying in that window, I feel like I'm not losing anything and I, I feel pretty strong when I'm doing my workout. So uh, cool. Well, before we answer our next question, why don't we um, invite uh, Aaron uh, into the convo? Convo, um, and she is here now. Um, we already answered a couple questions, so you can actually go. Oh wow! 
Okay, I'm gonna go. You guys have a good. Oh my life. god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like anything <laughs> that you would answer would kind of. How do I say it? Um, ruin uh, what we've already talked about. Yeah, is that how you say it, Stanger? Do you ruin. say ru- is the word ruin? ruin? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, um, I'll. I'm gonna go. I. Uh, I have like so many other podcasts to do. Oh, right, right, right. Um, okay. I have like three podcasts now. So like, I'm like, yeah. uh, Aaron McGowan mm-hmm. joining the show. <laughs> hey, so Aaron, we told everybody you're literally, you're literally in the game right now, training people as we speak, fitting this in, answering questions, but it is good to have somebody that's full boots on the ground in the world. Yeah. You're our boots on the ground in the world. world. Also, for listeners, they should know Aaron is wearing a (laughs) tank top and is looking ripped. Yeah. Guns guns are looking buff. She's sponsored. Thank you. Um, Does this sound okay? I am in a tiny box. We love... uh, Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, We sound great. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Flexing. Um, No, I do. I am flexing. I have been working hard on my arms, so... Nice. So thanks. So I did wear the tank top so you guys could check it out. Oh boy. Okay, great job. Um, <laughs> Wait, Eugene, hi. I haven't seen you in hi. so long. Normally I replace you, and so now you're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel great, but um, <laughs> but it's it's uh, it's what we're doing today, I guess. Um, no, it's a pleasure. Wait, were you training somebody via the interweb, or were you training somebody uh, live and in? In style. In internet. I was doing internet training. Okay. Have you um, jumped into in-person uh, sessions yet uh, with with uh, a client? I, um, I train two people in wheelchairs, actually, mm-hmm. and I go to their house. And okay. um, that has been mainly to just keep my, you know, how many people I'm around down. Sure. Um, but now, I mean, I'm fully vaccinated. I think they are. I think, you know, I just want, I haven't gone into like more yeah. just because I haven't had those conversations yet about, mm-hmm. uh, you know, everyone's comfortability. I just, with people at higher risk, I want it to be a little more cautious. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Of course. But I'm, ex- I'm excited too, but also zoom is nice. Cause you don't have yeah. traffic. Yes. And yeah, traffic yeah. sucks. And people are in their own homes and can feel comfortable, you know, mm-hmm. doing the work and having and having the accountability without having to leave their house. And you, because yeah. you, for yeah. COVID reasons, when you go to somebody's house, you will wear a ski mask, right? And you... Yeah, and I come right. in through so a window. I, you may have to adjust uh-huh. that. You know, if you're going to be seeing a lot of people you don't know as well and that kind of thing, it might make people nervous. Yeah. I'm just saying, I you know, I don't want to. She she makes all of her clients also wear the higher elevation masks when they work out. <laughs> yeah, that helps them get you know their heart rate up higher. Yeah, and, you know, when they're in Denver, they don't even notice. Uh, yeah, the real no big deal for um, the graffiti people that were wearing those masks, right? Uh, you know, those, those like little oxygen masks that graffiti people wear. Sure. This COVID yeah. thing, mm-hmm. no big deal for them. Right. They just, they're yeah. used to that. Yeah. They're the, wearing and, masks yeah. at work all the time. And the Jabberwockies <laughs> were thriving for a year. <laughs> oh man. Those guys are awesome. They, so, are yeah, they doing they are, a Vegas yeah. show or they were doing a Vegas show, right? It's back. And it's back. Yeah. Have you back. seen it? Yeah. 
So they're really crushing. I saw I saw their very first show when they first opened, uh, when they first had like a run at the MGM Grand. Um, I made it a point. I think it was for our wedding anniversary. Trish and I went to Vegas, and uh, and one of the things was seeing the Jabberwocky was it great? show. Um, <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Uh, Trish fell asleep <laughs> for a little while. Let's be honest. I love I think that after, flex. That's a good I think, flex. I think after a little while, um, popping and locking is not something she needs to watch. <laughs> Gets a little for an hour and a half. <laughs> Granted. Well, I, I was into it, but you know, Trish also falls asleep when there's too much CGI in a movie. So it's just like, I think that was Tough just like, now. you know. Yeah. Now she hasn't seen yeah, a I mean, single movie every, all the way through. Fucking CGI is in everything. <laughs> Uh, yeah. okay. So we got, we, Aaron, we have millions of questions. We, Eugene and I answered all the ones that were, uh, asked directly to you. So you don't have to worry about that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you guys. Thank you. Yeah. We I covered all that. Buh. Time out. Stanger here interrupting the episode to talk to you guys about essential protein, new protein powder on the market. That's shaking things up. And it's brought to you from none other than ritual, the multivitamin company, you know, and trust. Ritual is in the protein game, dudes, and Huge and I, we couldn't be more thrilled. Uh, we were excited early on to team up with Ritual. We were looking for a great supplement to endorse, to take on as a sponsor. Uh, Ritual meet the strict criteria we had. It was a natural fit for us. We loved what they were doing with multivitamins, their traceability, uh, the high-quality ingredients they use, their scientific-based research. All that. So the fact that they're doing protein now, we're over the moon, guys. We all need protein. We need it at a cellular level. It's crucial. But it's about more than just muscles. We need it for other reasons. So the team of scientists over at Ritual, you guys ever heard of Harvard? Yeah, pretty good school, right? They reimagined protein from the ground up, inside out, from how it's made to who it's made for and why it's needed. And what they came up with is a delicious plant-based protein that's offered in three premium formulations for distinct life stages and unique nutrient needs. It's all made with the same high standards and approach and commitment to traceability that Ritual is known for. Crucial, guys. So everything you love about Ritual multivitamins, that's going into this protein, and that's why we're pumped. Now, whether you're doing reps in the gym, trying to build muscle, or just walking your dog, playing with your kids, just having a full day at work in the office. Whatever it is, you need that protein. And this essential protein is coming to you from Ritual is here to shake things up. I love using Ritual. I mean, I there there's a uh, there's a freshness that you get with Ritual multivitamins that I found to be the case with their essential protein that you don't get with other supplements. Other supplements can feel stale, uh, if that makes sense. You know, you don't you open it up, doesn't smell quite right. You wonder how long this protein has been in this tub. Uh, what is it? What you know? And then you start to look at the ingredients, and don't even get me started on that. You can't pronounce a lot of the stuff. You don't know why it's in there. You don't know what it is. I love the fact that Ritual is offering traceable with their essential protein. They think you deserve to know what you're putting in your body and why. So with their one-of-a-kind visible supply chain, you're always going to know what's in their formulas, where the ingredients come from, and why they're included crucial. And they want to support your daily health for tomorrow, just as much as today. So they're using nutrients that support bones, brains, and muscles 
to help maintain your muscle mass as you age. That's crucial, guys. You want to continue to be able to exercise and burn fat. Uh, you need to maintain your muscle mass as you age. That's your engine. That's why you need this protein. So what kind of protein are you going to get? Well, you're getting clean plant-based protein that's specifically created to support nutrient needs for different life stages. Whether you're 18 plus, your pregnancy and postpartum, or you're 50 plus, whatever category you fit in, they got you covered, guys. You're getting 20 grams of pre-protein plus a complete amino acid profile that's made with essential choline to help fill in common dietary gaps. And the stuff tastes good. It's a handcrafted vanilla flavor coming from vanilla beans that are uh, made from an extract that's sustain sustainably harvested in Madagascar. So you see it's, oh, I mean, listen, this is good stuff, guys. It's sustainable, but it's also from Madagascar. That's exciting. And it tastes delicious. Uh, their peas are sustainably grown and uh, regener regeneratively farmed right here in the U.S. And there's no added sugars, no sugar alcohols. And like all ritual products, essential protein is soy-free, gluten-free, and formulated with non-GMO ingredients. All the boxes we want checked. So why not shake up your ritual? To make trying something new less scary, Ritual offers a money-back guarantee if you're not 100% in love. Plus, our listeners get 10% off your first three months. Just visit ritual.com slash dumbbells to add essential protein today. That's ritual.com slash dumbbells. Get it, guys. Take care of yourselves. I also want to talk to you guys about better help. What is interfering with your happiness? What is preventing you from achieving your goals? What's getting in the way? What is it? What's the, what, where's the block? What's happening for you? I've been very vocal about uh, my issues with compulsive eating. Uh, I had goals. I wanted to do some things for my body, for my health. And I was suffering from compulsive eating. I didn't understand what it was at the time. And it wasn't allowing me to get there. And it was very depressing. I got really down on myself. And I struggled for a while, a lot longer than I should have had I had uh, access to better help, uh, I would have nipped it in the bud. I would have gotten after it early. Um, but I didn't. Uh, I didn't have better help to assess my needs and match me with my own licensed professional therapist. I just battled it out, drove all over town, made a lot of unnecessary trips to people that weren't the right fit, a lot of uncomfortable encounters, a lot of awkward waiting rooms, staring at people, sizing them up, they're sizing me up. They want to know what's going on with Big Stanger, what the problem is, what's broken in him. I'm judging them. It wasn't good. And, you know, I got with a therapist I didn't like initially, had to fire the guy. That was awkward. Uh, with better help, you connect in a safe and private online environment. So it's very convenient. All that driving I was talking about, you don't have to do that. And you can start communicating in under 48 hours. So you have the impulse to get help right now. They're going to get you with somebody in less than two days. That's a slam dunk. It's going to, it's going to make it so that you don't back out of it. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help, but it is professional counseling done securely online. So you can send a message to your counselor anytime and you get a timely and thoughtful response. Plus you can schedule weekly phone or video sessions. And like I said, you don't have to sit in that uncomfortable waiting room. They are committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change that counselor if you need. No uncomfortable firings of your counselor. 
uh, the service is available to clients worldwide, and they're going to help you find the, the particular expertise that you need. So you're not just limited to the counselors that are located near you. So you may not, you know, whatever you need, guys, may not be available based on where you're located. So with BetterHelp, you're covered. Whether it's depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, they got you covered. Anything you share is confidential. So get after BetterHelp, guys. It's convenient, professional, and affordable. Don't listen to me about it. You can check out the uh, testimonials that are posted daily on their site. They got them on their site. Listen to them, guys. They know what's up. So many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Good sign. They're getting more people to help you. So you're going to be covered by a BetterHelp, guys. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at BetterHelp.com dumbbells. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental help. Again, that's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash dumbbells. And now back to the show. Um, okay, I, I got one from this is this one's coming to us from um uh Catherine MPLS. Oh, I cannot wait. What a name. It's definitely not a Catherine um MPLS. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I that that would make what, mm-hmm. more sense, and that's what it really is. It's Catherine MPLS, but I don't know how to read. Uh, have you ever set a goal for yourself <laughs> that you couldn't achieve, or find that you didn't want to achieve the goal after all? I had a goal of running a half marathon, but after I started strength training, I found that I enjoyed that more uh, versus running. So, a, a goal that you had that you find out you ultimately don't want to, or maybe that you couldn't. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I definitely, definitely did. Um, and I think the idea of goals is, is to just kind of give you a jumping off point and a place to see like an ending to, or like, at least like you can, you can set a, an idea to. And then once you're on the journey, it's like, it should change to whatever you feel makes sense. And that'll bring on new goals or new changes. And the idea of like switching to straight to training, of course, that, could seem more fun than running or if you just start running then you know it was even the idea of like the cycling stuff or you know getting back into strength training but for me I definitely had like I had the uh, King Kong workout that I was very excited about which you know included the like 500 pound deadlift one 500 pound deadlift two muscle ups I think no two cleans at like 250 and then three muscle ups and then something else, some kind of handstand push up situation. I'm going to look it up now so I can remember what it was. But I remember um, really working hard on that deadlift and getting really, uh, that was something that I could do within my window. I think, I don't remember what I hit on the de- de- deadlift that I'm like, okay, this is okay. But that clean of 250 was just like, I just didn't have the, um, I just wasn't able to like get the um, everything like just everything like working properly for that to be a possible lift for me. I mean, I could, you know, I was able to pull it and all of that stuff, but for some reason, like it was just not clicking yeah. well enough for me that um, and it started becoming one of those things where I was trying so hard to reach that goal that I was starting to get like 
back pain and this because I was doing weird things to just get it up. And that's the stuff that I'm like, ah, I don't need to set goals like that necessarily anymore. Um, so I didn't want to hurt myself. So then it was just like, okay, well, I got close to it. I guess I can't do it. I, and I didn't want to spend six months just working on one lift. I think that was just a point of my life too that I'm like, hmm, I don't know if this is as important as I'm making it out to be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then that, that changed. Aaron, so- oh, was, that a, was that a goal when you were shooting King Kong? Yes. Yeah, it, it was. was a goal. Oh, that's fun. Okay. It was a goal that I set prior to doing the movie, and then I realized how long it would take um, to uh, achieve uh, that workout. So then it started, it started like six months prior to me shooting. And then during shooting, I kept on training for it and I still just couldn't get there. But I, like while I was in Hawaii, I was able to get like string muscle ups together and I was like, okay, this, I can do this part of it. Oh, that's what it is. It's uh, three rounds for time, a deadlift of uh, 455, which I got two muscle ups, which I got, and then the three squat cleans for 250, which I couldn't get. And then the four handstand pushups, I was like, okay, great. So it was just those cleans and I just couldn't get my mind around Yeah, that's it. A, when you're going that um, heavy, you start you start having to like, if you're, if there's some part where you're falling apart, then you need to have like somebody watch you and then you need to work on like heavy hanging poles and then, you know, and then just start isolating yeah. each of the movements and then eventually you'll get there. But if you're if you have like an overall plan that you're working on, it is tough to like. I can't stop down and spend a, a six month clinic on just cleans so that I can solve <laughs> yes, this yeah, issue right, and move yeah. on. It starts to be like, what? Why, why am I doing this? Because when I was starting to work on the cleans after I was getting the deadlift at four fifty five, I was like, okay, I getting three of those. You know, it's three rounds, so it was three total. I was like, okay, I was able to get those. But um, for some reason, once I started working on the cleans, I tried to do that deadlift again when I was getting close. Yeah. And I was like, whoops, what's yeah. happening? So then I would have to, you know, it's just yeah. kind of like getting all of it working in the right way. And I just, you know, it just felt like too long of a goal that I didn't realize was going to take me that long to do. Uh, Aaron, so. anything jump out at you? I've got one if you need to think about it for a second. Uh, no, mine is pull-ups. Uh, pull I I can do a chin up. I'm working on doing two in a row. So chin up is the one where the palms are facing you. Yes, and then okay. yeah, the the pull up is palms away and I just like I blame it on the fact that I'm tall, but tall mm-hmm. people can do it. But it is so hard and it's like activating muscles in my back that I know I have. I just don't know how to like connect. Mm-hmm. to it because that was like with chin-ups it was like learning oh you need to use your abs you need to use like everything needs to be like it, it, doing the chin-up with you and mm-hmm. that with my pull-ups I just have nothing I can do them only assisted and I just kind of like ebb and flow out of having that goal and not having that goal and just letting it be a thing I work on and letting it go and then work on again and let it go where does it break down for you in the difference? Because, you know, like, um, is, is it the the grip? Is it, are you going pretty wide or is it pretty, like, is it I try to not or? go 
too wide because I uh-huh. that's what I uh, I err on the side of going super wide. So mm-hmm. I've been told that it's like to bring it in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like I can't get that initial like dead hang up. I can't. It just like is not there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I only care about it when I see other people, specifically women, just casually doing them. Yeah. <laughs> and that makes me crazy because I'm like, I'm strong. I should be able to do this. Why can't I do it? Um, and you can do, how, and, but you can do chin-ups. Mm-hmm. I can do chin-ups from and you a can dead string, hang, yeah. And you can string those together? I'm working on that currently. I can, mm-hmm. I think I can, I've done it before. I think I can do two, but I haven't. I haven't really tried after not doing a, like I haven't done it when I wasn't tired. I, yes. I, I wanted so. to pull this in really quick. I have a goal answer too, but I'll put a pin in that just because while we're on this topic underscore M says, what's the best way to learn how to do pull-ups and how many days a week should I be doing that? Is it okay mm-hmm. to do even when I'm sore? I don't know, Aaron, what do you think? You're, you're in the, you're in the middle of an ongoing pull-up game. What would be your advice? Well, what I have worked on is trying like is assisted pull-ups with a band. So not everyone has access to a pull-up bar, but if that's something that you're working on, maybe you do. Um, but to get one of those like long resistance bands and tie it around the top so your foot can go in so you're not use like not having to lift all of your weight. That's mm-hmm. the I mean, that's the most straightforward way to train uh and I have like every time you can do like eight of a like eight with that assistance in a row, then drop it down to the next resistance and so on and so forth until you can do it without any bands at all. And then also right. MGAO, I'll say this too. Eugene and I did an episode on uh, GTG training, greasing the groove training. And they had, you know, mm-hmm. a, the, the application for that has come up a lot in people trying to nail pull-ups. So it may be worth it. I don't remember exactly what their, their specific breakdown was for pull-ups, but they do talk about it specifically. And there are people that have experimented in trying that. You should look into that because that's just to, we did a whole episode on it, Aaron, so I won't go too much into it, but it's just like you do, um, you, you practice training in a way that, um, is all lifts and exercises that you finish to completion, um, not to failure. So you adjust your weights or whatever you're doing so that you can complete all the reps to get like a, uh, you know, a neuro link into doing the exercise. So it's not like you don't stack up the weights that you train chest to failure. You pick a weight that you can do five reps you know, relatively easy. And then you keep scaling up accordingly. And then sometimes the guy talks about how you'll train all throughout the day. So it's like you do a little bit, you know, a couple of the reps early in the morning, Mm. some in the afternoon, some later at night and even with pull-ups. So it's just like, so people couldn't do a pull-up. You do, you jump up into the bar or you get like a chair and then you just do a hang and then and then the, the eccentric and then the movement yeah. and you just do that all throughout the day, one rep, two reps, three reps, and you can do it every single day as long as you're not training to failure. And then supposedly over time, you, your body, you know, makes this kind of like, you know, it greases the groove, you get this neuro connection and then you're able to execute the movement. And so, uh, that's, that's like a, yeah, that's a that's bastardized version of this style of training. People should research it for themselves and look into yeah. it. But it is something to think about because it's 
I haven't I haven't ever trained that way, but it does it does make some yeah. kind of bro sciency sense to me. It does. And then in the typical breakdown of it, to work on a specific movement, um, you would like a pull up. You would want to think about just doing it three times a day and make sure that there's a day off in between the days that you're trying to attempt that specific thing. And a lot of the times for that, it is doing the slower, the slowed down, you know, uh, negative on the way down pull up to get your body used to that, you know, movement. Um, I'm, I'm assuming we're just talking about strict uh, pull-ups too, right? Erin, are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, strict, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing, just as far as pull-ups are concerned, to think about, um, you know, because uh, a lot of the working up to a pull-up training is like ring rows or uh, um, the one where you have the barbell and then you're doing rows on the other side of the barbell. I forgot what those. That oh yeah. Like I mean, under it that, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Under it where you're doing the pull yeah. that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's working those back muscles. Um, I, a thing that I've realized is a good help to me when I'm stringing them together is when I start to get tired or it starts to get harder, instead of trying to get over the bar, like trying to think of how high the bar is and trying to get over it. I'm constantly just thinking of trying to get my elbows to hit my waist. Hmm. Interesting. Because that movement down is actually what's going to get you all the way up. Yeah. Then hmm. get trying to do this. Cause this is your, then all of a sudden your, your abs are out. Your, your back is flailing where if you're trying to just have your elbows hit your hips, you're still in that straight movement to try to go straight up. I don't know. So then, you know, yeah. So elbows to hips, because then that's just engaging your back even more during like the hardest point of that. Um, And even during the initial, you know, trying to get up, if you're thinking of how looking up the bar or thinking of like, oh, here we go, rather than just going like, I wonder if I can touch, you know, get my elbows down. And then you start that initial pull. You yeah, know, it might it might help you get there. Just thinking of it in a different way. Yeah, enough. I mean, that was. I feel like you were the one that told me to when I was deadlifting to push the floor away from yeah. me, I, and that that really helped. So this is like in the same like mental game world. Yeah, yeah, because it's like the floor is not going to move. But if you're thinking of pushing the floor down, then you're actually engaging the muscles that, that you're are actually going to gonna, yeah pull the the weight up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. So, so my goal, when I first moved out to LA, I, all right, jerk. I'm putting my feet up. I'm ready. Yeah. Jerk. <laughs> I started going out to auditions. No, <laughs> I, I wanted to, so I was working in fitness and I wanted to get on, um, I don't even know if people read magazines anymore, but there were fitness magazines. <laughs> I wanted to get like on a fitness magazine. I was like, I want to get on the cover of one of those. Yeah. Of muscle like and, muscle fit, and fitness, fitness or like RX, whatever, yeah. you know, even like one of the shit ones, like jacked, <laughs> you know, pumped, mat, maximum yeah, stuff. Yeah, maximum. I wanted maximum. I wanted yeah, F-H- yeah, yeah. F-H-A-M or whatever. Uh, <laughs> F-H-M. Yeah, what was that one? F-H- yeah, act like you don't know, guys. Good job. 
I mean, I knew Maxim right away. No, but yeah, I, I don't like, forgot what the F one was. and we and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those are high society. Those are horrible. Uh, Play, they're Playboy, but dirty, like real bad ones. Uh, anyway, moving on, Aaron. Moving yeah, on. Bad ones. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I don't know. I only uh, know Playboy. Yeah, these were like more nice. hardcore. Uh, no. So I wanted to get, I want, the, I'm just the reality of it. It's just the reality of it. S- yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody yeah, okay. wrote a review Thanks. that I was Safe. too dirty. And so I'm, I keep that in mind. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, at least people are always still writing reviews that they don't want to hear about my shitty kids. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I haven't read any reviews. Are there any about yeah, me? Yeah. Oh yeah. All oh, okay. Of them <laughs> okay. Great. Uh, Thanks, guys. So uh, I wanted to get on. I wanted to figure out that, and you know, get, and so like I wrote it down. I was I I think with one of my clients, I went to like a Tony Robbins seminar or something, and so uh, nice. And like they wow. were like, you write a letter to yourself or whatever, and that one of them was to get on a. <laughs> you, have you ever done that before? Hey, big ride. No. Didn't Jim Carrey do he that? He wrote a or check something? to himself for twenty million or something. Oh, yeah. a check. Okay. Um, similar, similar kind That's of thing. Cool. This was before Tony Robbins was a bad guy. I don't know. I, I wasn't. Listen, I wasn't that compelled by it, but I went with a client. Anyway, and the most <laughs> important thing is this goal that I had, and so I'd think about it, and then I would train for it, and I would say at different times I probably got to the level to where you could. If you saw me on one of those, you wouldn't be like, what, what, what the hell is this asshole doing on there? Yeah, <laughs> you know, a little yeah. Photoshop, a little, the, the right lighting, all that kind of stuff, the right dieting. But, you know, in doing the training, like I just stopped and I was pretty motivated for it for a while. Like I, you know, was kind of pursuing what you would have to do to do that. It's a weird world. Like there's not a ton of money in it. Like those guys don't get paid that well. There, it's not like it's high fashion right. modeling or something. It's they just straight up don't pay, and and it's for the amount of work that people put into it. It's more just like a prestige thing, I guess, to be on. You know, if you're like a big celebrity, you know, you probably have a better deal. Or if you're maybe a fit like a bodybuilding professional, um, those guys and girls mm-hmm. probably are able to command a higher, you know, payment for those. But it's and then getting sure. endorsements within the magazine yeah. after. But as that, far yeah. as just you know appearing in one of those magazines or publications, it's not that much money. And so you know, in kind of talking to people about it, and then they're like, okay, and then you got to get these photos. I maybe did like one round of photos with somebody, and I liked the training. I didn't like having to take pictures and stuff. And so I was like, why am I even doing? I don't like getting my picture taken. <laughs> <laughs> I like acting yeah. in those things. Uh, but th- as far as just like just showing up and like standing with my muscles tense and getting a picture, like it doesn't, no part <laughs> of that seemed fun or interesting. And so it was one of those like, wow, yeah. I worked really hard at this for a couple of years. And like, I don't care. Like, I don't, I don't even feel like I failed the goal. Like, I just feel like I'm not interested in this. Why am I? You know, what do I care about this letter I wrote to myself with Big Tony? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you do have some photos. Someone yeah. took photos of you. And you have and them? here they are. <laughs> yeah, put them on the ground. I got it. I mean, I could, it's just me like with shaved, you know, shaved and flexing and stuff. It's not any. I'm, Isn't that what the dumbbells <laughs> is? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's where we're, that's our new thing. Shaved, and, shaved flexed. and flexed. <laughs> the dumbbells. Welcome back. Leaving to everyone perplexed. Yo. 
<laughs> Come on. Yeah. Come on. There we go. A rhyme. Anyway, so that's, okay. yeah, it's, it, that's kind of where I stood on that. But, it, but that, that's what her question made me think of. And then just, so then the training you liked keeping up, but then bailed on like kind of the idea of it becoming like a, uh, I, I don't know, like a, a magazine. Yeah. Role, I yeah. Guess, so or like, like at different times yeah. being, you know, training more or less hardcore being more or less strict with diet. Like I enjoyed, you know, going on those little experiments from time to time. And, uh, but as far as mm -hmm. with the end goal of being, to, you know, to look ripped in some photos or appear in a magazine or anything, I just completely lost interest in that. Like it just didn't, you know. It, yeah. And I, that's kind of like her question made me think of like, oh, you're not, not even like, um, I failed this goal and I'm bummed about it more just like, oh, wow. Interesting with a little perspective. Like I don't even care about this. Yeah. And I think that's ultimately what she yeah. wanted to, you know, like it's more about saying it's okay to have new goals as long as you're excited and don't be upset with yourself that you never hit the goal that you were going for initially. Like things are allowed, just let things change and be excited about the next chapter that you're yeah, going Yeah, take what you, know? you need and leave the rest, you know? I mean, that's, there was a lot of yeah. positive I got out of that. And so I'm, I utilize that. And then the, you know, the other shit that wasn't serving me. Later, bro. <laughs> Later, bro. Yeah, nice. but like if, if this person wants to write in about their, you know, strength training goals, uh, their new strength training goals, I mean, we're happy to help. We're here. Yeah. Um, you know, leave the marathon behind. Half mm -hmm. marathons are cool to say you did, but after that, you're just tired and you might get explosive diarrhea. You might. And that's from experience. That can get you across the finish yeah. line, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, whatever that works. Boost. <laughs> what a, boost. That little boost. <laughs> Explosive. Little boost. Jesus. Hey, we've <laughs> all been there. Have we? <laughs> um, this is from Mark himself, 46. I'd like to put on some more muscle. I, I weigh 130, and I'm 5'9". I lift three or four times a week. And do yoga on my active rest days. Would uh, daily protein shakes be enough to add muscle, or uh, do I need weight gainer as well? I've tried a weight gainer in the past, and I did put on about five pounds. Took about a month and a half from um, from it, but uh, once I stopped, the weight went back down to normal. So, um, so putting on some muscle. This guy lifts three or four times a week and does some yoga on the active rest days. All of that sounds good. Uh, daily protein shake would be enough to add muscle. I think you have to look at your overall protein intake and your overall calorie intake to put on any uh, weight, uh, purposeful I, I weight. I think he's also got some good empirical data there too of like took the weight gainer, gained the weight, stopped it, and immediately lost it. So he's operating at some level yeah. of, uh, he's operating yeah. at some level of calorie deficit. Um, and so I think naturally, yeah, naturally so I think the weight yeah. gainer, you're going to need, you're going to need that, or you're going to need to up, up your calories naturally. Or that's where it is. You look at those weight gainers, see how much calories it was adding and what it was adding and, and make that real food rather than weight gainers. You know what I mean? Like figure out what the 
the caloric breakdown of that was, how much it was, what the the macros, the uh, macros were, and uh, try to emulate that in real foods. Uh, y'all, I have never heard of a weight gainer. This is real. People need this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, it's like um, it's like a whey protein shake. Calories. But it has more carbohydrates and way more calories. Wow. So that it can help those that are hard yeah. gainers. Yeah. You know, like uh, you know, 130 pounds at five nine is is a slim, but fit dude. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I I would say just based based on that little bit of information we have on you, Mark. Um, it doesn't really even matter what you're going to do in the gym if you're not eating the calories to support it. And so, and right. I can tell yeah, you right yeah. now that you're that you're not. And so. I, it's got, it's going to come from food and it's going to come from nutrition and it's going to be a little bit of a job for you. Um, but if you think about it and you're systematic and you're detailed with what you're doing, at least early on, you'll get that, you'll get that kind of language or comfortability with, with, with what you need to do. And then you, you're, you're not going to have to be as screwed down on it. Not everybody, because I, you know, if you look at the flip side of it, you know, people counting their calories or, or trying to, you know, eliminate some macros, it takes a little work early on just figuring out portion sizes and all that kind of stuff. But then eventually you can let that stuff go and you just, you know it. And so it's the same with, it's same yeah. on the flip side with trying to gain a little bit too. You think like, oh, this is fucking exhausting. I don't want to think about how much fats I need to add in there, how much protein I need to add in there or whatever. Yeah. So, and that being said, you know, if it's simple for you, just do it in shake form, just, just do the weight gainer. Yeah. Aaron, we've actually had a bunch of listeners and guests on the show. Hard gainers. um, Are hard gainers. Like they, they just uh, are taller and slimmer builds and they're trying to put muscle on and just having a hard time putting the muscle on and they would have to increase their calories by a bunch and for people that are not focused or never grew up wanting to eat a bunch, you know, we're picky eaters and not used to taking in that much food. When they start taking the food in it, you know, they're so full so fast that they can't get enough to actually make those muscle gains. So that would, you know, be weight gainers and all that kind of stuff. And also, you know, people have faster metabolisms, you know, based on that. And we, yeah, it's, yeah. The, the spectrum yeah. of eaters is fascinating. Cause like, I only look through the paradox of somebody that's fucking hungry all the time. Sure. <laughs> and so same, it same. is, yeah. you know, when you talk to somebody that's like, you know what, I just biologically don't, I don't have the urge to eat that much and I want to put muscle on. It is, it's a dilemma. I mean, they're, they're up against it and they, they're constantly feeling full yeah. or they, the, the amount of food that they have to eat then affects how energized they are to exercise. And so it's this, uh, you know, it offers its same host of challenges. And you know, but if you're coming from the other side, either side, yeah, uh, it's easy to be like, man, I would love it. grass is greener kind of situation. Oh, I'd love if it was me. I would eat all the time. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I don't know what yeah. that would be, you know? I know. I, I, I have never heard it called uh, easy, an an easy gainer. gainer or a, a hard gainer. I'm an easy gainer. Yeah. That's a that's, yeah. That's so wild. It's easy for you to put on weight that you don't want. Yeah, weight that you yeah. want or Based weight you don't like want. Just both. Yeah, both skis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that aspect of it much until I 
got in more and more focused on uh, fitness levels and stuff that if, um, if there is like muscle gain that I want to put on, it's easy for me to hit the gym harder and see the results quicker because I'm, because I'm an easy gainer Yeah, in that way. Um, and using that, you know, to your advantage, I guess. Yeah. You know, um, which is probably true of like, if Aaron, you feel that same way, it's like, if you focused on like whatever part of your fitness um, you did to get where you are, it might have been easier than for other people because you are, uh, you know, in the same way, an easy gainer. So then once you focused in on the right carbo, like the right breakdown of your macros, yeah. you were like, oh, wow, I, I got there. Yeah, it's smooth where sailing. Other, yeah. yeah, it's smoother sailing because you're just like, oh, I just need to dial in how I'm taking in these calories, but my body responds to a lot of calories really well Yeah, and puts them in the right places. Once your once your body is kind of optimized for fitness, then it's just like, oh, great. And there's some people that are not like, they're just like working out, doing the right stuff. And they're, and the, the calories just are not going, staying in their yeah. bodies in the right place. Monsoon, yeah. not smooth sailing. Rogue, rogue <laughs> wave. Where did that wave come from? Got Mark Wahlberg and Clooney yeah. involved. Um, yeah, yeah, the perfect <laughs> storm. The Here, perfect here's a good storm. I have that on DVD. I, I by oddly the way. have that on. Oh, DVD. Good to know. I don't. I think I just rented it too long, and they're like, "You own this piece of shit now." Yeah, it's yours now. Uh, yeah, yeah, there, yeah, here's yeah. a good one that we got, Aaron. Here, this is from Blue Jeans, eighteen. Oh. The- uh, ah, perfect. What do you recommend as the best way to start strength slash resistance training if you're not at all interested in gyms slash memberships? <laughs> That's great. I'm not interested in the idea of working out, but how do I start? Yeah. Where is the line? Um, I just like, I mean, I think right now is like the perfect time to do at home stuff. Like everyone had to pivot at the pandemic. And so now like everyone that had gym workouts now have an at home workout. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's like, just like straight up Instagram. You can just type in dumbbell workout and you have like your pick of a million people and you pick one you like, and you just try it. Um, but just, I would get a, f- a pair of five pound dumbbells and just go from there, you know, or 10 pounds if you're wild. Um, but now they're back in stores just yep. Just get them. Just try it. That's great. I I just I, do I like it. that. Just commit to the the basic, the most basic piece of equipment. Five to ten pound dumbbells. Mm-hmm. You can get them for really cheap now, and then and then work from there. And just there's tons of online sources available and content where you could say what what can I do with these now, and you can do it all for free. You don't have to join anything. You don't. I mean, obviously, you can get more specialized information or that kind of shit if you're if you're subscribing to things but there's so much free stuff now right i mean that yeah i dig it speaking of speaking of the home workout dumbbells i have those bowflex joints right at my place in la um and i love them you know i have the little turny things but they feel a little no shade no tea on um on bowflex but they you know like 
to to adjust them feels a little bit weird with that little clicky thing and and it's made of like a pretty strong plastic but you feel like you can't drop them and it says do not drop and it's all that kind of stuff do not lift um what? but it, it feels <laughs> yeah do not lift do not drop do not, do not get l- ripped <laughs> I, I do can't not believe this is on here okay do not uh, but you know like press. and and they're they're like the same kind of they're even if you pull them down, if you're up to like the 52 pounds that they are, it's, it's a full. lot. You know, like the bar, the dumbbell yeah. feels full. When you go down to the five, it just looks like a <laughs> stick you're holding, right? Like you feel like you're just holding <laughs> a like twig a twig in the yard. You're just pretending that, yeah, you're like you're pretending to hold like a lightsaber and just going like, maybe somebody will play with me. Um, so it feels like this kind of weird thing where while I'm in Vancouver, these like. Maybe it's just because I love like the kind of old school, like the whatever power, these yeah. power blocks, they like still are, even though it's still a piece of plastic that's kind of holding them together, something about them clinking and clanking a little bit more <laughs> feels like cool. Like I like the way that they, I, I think the way that they're structured they're is like, neat and I don't feel as, you know, but the thing that. Are they next weird to you? About it. Are they? Can you show me? Yeah, yeah. You really teased us. Eugene acted like he was going to hold one up and then didn't, and I was. Yeah. So this is just the as is, and this is like the. Oh, 10 cool. This is the ten pound one, and then there's like this little switch that takes these two things out there that will make this five pounds to each oh, of these cool. two and a half pounds, right? So that's like a good thing because it's adjustable, and then there's, and this is the thing that's. That feels suspect when you do it. You're like, really? Is this going to hold the weight? <laughs> but it works. Wait, Stanger, do you have these? No. Yeah. But you've yeah. you've worked with these before, right? Eugene is making oh. adjustments here. He's going to show us uh, how they how they click together to add more weight. And yeah. So then now it has this thing and this metal. Like uh, outer cage. casing. Yeah. Yeah, make gives it ten more pounds. So now this is mm. twenty pounds. Wow! But it's only but it's held together by oh this like f- fucking yeah. plastic <laughs> thing. <laughs> it's like a, yeah, it looks like right? a uh, like I, look at that. Yeah. That's just it uh, for the people that who are not looking at this. Look up power blocks, but you can also it's basically like it's held by two pieces yeah, like of a white bread. Like a flimsy yeah. little headband. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Headband. Yeah. And then that's supposed to, like, you know, justify up to 50 pounds on this thing. And that looks awesome. I mean, I think if I was working out with those, I would I would make a lot of videos. It's cool. It's yeah. like big blocks on your hands. <laughs> they're like, yeah, yeah, they're big blocks in your hand. They feel connected. And even, like, doing any kind of push-ups or... Any kind of like, even like single arm snatches solid. with them feels more solid than like anytime I would do that at home. With the Bowflex. With the Bowflex ones, I would have to put like the sandbag down underneath it because I'm afraid that if I hit a corner of it, it's not going to click in right the next it's time like I use it. It's like the old transform, Transformers toys versus the new ones. The old ones had some metal. Yeah, the yeah, new yeah. ones are all plastic. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. the cast iron idea. I am thing. Optimus yeah. Prime. Autobots, <laughs> roll out. It's the same guy that did them Thank you forever. For yeah, yeah. <laughs> roll out. Yeah, yeah. He also he did, did the, the movies. movies. Yeah. He did the movies, the first movies for a while. 
Um, all interesting things that Aaron loves. I um, love talking about Transformers. He did all the movies. Yeah, he, or just he always does a little like. You can tell she doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't mute herself during that. Or I said, he does all the yeah. quotes, like all the little cheesy quotes at the end. And though we're and yeah. though we're from planets that are light years apart, we are in the same family. <laughs> Here's the thing that I love about Ryan Stanger. He doesn't he can, do social he, cues. He, yeah, he can't read the room. <laughs> and it so doesn't bother him. He does no, it not doesn't. it does not phase him. It, even though the two of us who are here in the moment are showing <laughs> their lack of interest, he's assuming that there's bell babies out there and there will be there will who be, will comment yeah. saying, I love the Transformers yeah. bit. And they love him more. And that's who he's playing it. for. Yeah. yeah. And and that yeah. is and that's why I don't just go. You know, that's why yeah. I stay. Mm-hmm. And, and I, that's also why people do not comment, um, hey, Eugene, we like it when you're so mean. <laughs> Nobody says that. We but I continue it. to do that. We are from the planet Cybertron. <laughs> okay, let's get back to it. Roll out. To what it. were we talking about? I have Power no blocks. idea. Power I was blocks. talking about these dumbbells. I was talking about like getting a five-pound yeah. pair oh, yeah. of dumbbells. How to start. But uh, and uh, but ultimately, do I like these kind of things? Yeah, they make me feel cool. It feels very old school. It feels very 80s to me, yeah. which is neat. Um, but I do love like just that kind of hex ones that you have Aaron behind you yeah. that are like those ones that you can just let go of and they'll just kind of, you know, they're, they're sturdy. They are yeah. what they are. I listen, um, I got these at target targets back and they got targets dumbbells. back, baby targets back. You thought they were gone. <laughs> they're not. You can the, go and targets. New album is so hot. <laughs> it's, 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 fire. Really, it's a fire. fire. It's a uh, sophomore slump. Not no. for target. Okay. Not for target. Now they've got these, uh, what is, what's their brand? Ignite. It's is that the brand that is at Target? No, 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 no. Um, Suge Knight. They're um, they're a fitness brand. Is it? Is it? There are they using like Champion? Oh, Cap, Ignite. I think that's another one. Or Ignite. Ignite. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. These wow, are what a poll from Eugene. Knowing, knowing. Target. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> a Target brand. Well, because I will look them up. Like I'll look up the company themselves and see where where they're manufacturing and where else they're getting their stuff. Just so it's like you know. Because usually it's com- all coming from the same place, and then different stores are putting their brand. We got name a Ignite on it, you know? for Target. We got Combustible for Walmart. We got a fucking <laughs> exactly. Slap it exactly. on there and send it to those dumb fucks. We got a fucking yeah. We got we got a Kablooey for uh, Amazon. Lamo for fucking Dick Sporting Goods. <laughs> Where you got Sports Authority over there, Plutonium Blast. <laughs> Little wordy. You guys are so cute right now. I'm going to cry. This is the cutest. Oh, thank you for that. Just mm. downplayed our whole. I know, game. I did. I took you guys out. Going to cry. Yeah. Uh, um, we'll see what I, if I get a review. L- Lolo from yeah. the Blow. Cardio or strength? Whoops. Which to prioritize for fat loss? Strength, nutrition. Uh-oh. Ooh. No, I'm sorry. I, I, no, that's the way to pull it. I, it's I true. read that question, and I because I I think both are important. But at the end of the day, if you're trying to lose fat, you your nutri- your your nutrition has to be 
on point. On point. You got to That's yeah. where the focus, which is not fun. Nobody wants to hear that, but that's what's real, y'all. It is real. And and also I think people have to real like your strength and fitness goals, we're talking about all that stuff, cardio goals, your strength goals. That will always that that is like an ebb and flow type thing where it's just like, "Oh, I want to go from this, I want to do this, I want to try a marathon, I want to try strength training." That'll keep changing, but if once you lock down your nutrition, that's like what you're going to stick to for life. Like that is something that you can really hold on to to help you change your goals in the right way. If you know your nutrition in the right way, then it's more of the longevity game. And I, you know, and because you'll see all these things where people get really restrictive after like a crazy amount of food weekend or, you know, they, especially now everybody's starting to go back and hang outside and having drinks now. Like maybe you weren't drinking really or hanging out too much. Chips outside. Socializing. Yeah. You're socializing more. (laughs) So then you're going to the Mexican restaurants and then you're ordering the chips and salsa and you're actually eating them because you did it before. Getting chips. Queso. Getting some guac. Yeah, there's a good chance. Queso. You got all of these options. Beans. And maybe you, beans. <laughs> you're going for all of them. Anybody else? Nachos. Anything? Nobody? Dipping Nobody? chips in nachos. nachos. Here we go. Okay, here you go. Rice. Chips in the chips. Oh. Yep, rice. Rice in the all nachos. This, rice in the nachos. This is all happening early on. You just get there and you're already banging those out. <laughs> the, and then the people beat themselves. haven't even been put down. Yeah. You're just going be- off book. <laughs> hey, do you happen to have this? Great. Let's get a, yeah. that for the table. And then they just put it down in front of you. Just you here. Um, I know. But, but then you, you, you handle all of that stuff and then you beat yourself up because you were so good for like six months. Well, that weekend is not going to kill you. Just get back on track and don't restrict yourself extra hard right afterwards. I think that kind of like that kind of um, I need to punish myself version of that is what makes it really hard for people to kind of keep it consistent. And I think consistency of just like, yeah, there'll be a couple of days that you'll eat too much. There'll also be a couple of days where you're too busy and you don't eat enough. So like, let it just kind of be the way that you um, focus on your nutrition and getting the right stuff into your body on a regular, on an average so that you can, you know, just be better. Yeah, I agree. And uh, in to screw down on the strength, uh, uh, screw down on it. Element baby. of that of her question. Don't sleep on how important all the strength training is because it's like, yep, nutrition number one. But you want to have the uh, the most efficient engine you can have so that you can adjust the calories accordingly and burn. And so we always tell you guys, your calorie burning potential is your lean muscle. And so. For mm-hmm. especially for women, um, you know, you want to get, you want to have as much lean tissue as possible so that you have, you, you've optimized your calorie burning potential. So yeah. I, I, um, have just switched how much cardio I do. And it was very scary for me to like take my car. I do cardio twice a day or oh, twice shit. a week, twice a week <laughs> instead uh-huh. of every day. And I now focus on lifting four times a week. And I was very scared. I was going to see things I didn't like happen Mm -hmm. with my body. And it really, my, the numbers on the scale haven't changed in a negative way. 
and I have seen actually more definition in my body, which is fun to see without having to like feel like I'm running this rat race, which is kind of what I was where the point I was at, which was like, my heart is like, I can run all day. My heart rate is fine, but my, like, I just felt like I was running so fast to get my heart rate higher so I could Mm. burn more calories. And then, and then I, I don't know. I felt like I was running like a freaking chicken with my head cut off and now I'm taking it slow and steady and lifting heavy and it has really been fun. I I enjoy it again. That's cool. That's that, that, yeah, you're changing your body composition. So then it's feeding your body in a different way. And the more muscle you have, you have to feed it in a different way than the cardio. And you know, it's, it makes sense that you get scared after you did cardio all the time, because that got you closer to the goals you wanted initially. Yeah. And that's how we also heard everything. Like back in the day, it was just like, oh, you just need to do more cardio. If you want to do, if you want to lose fat, you need to, you know, um, do a lot more cardio, do cardio every day, you know, all of this stuff. And it's like, ultimately what you need to do is increase your muscle mass and your strength so that your, you know, calories are feeding the the right yeah. strength training instead and then making those muscles bigger which then makes everything smaller um as far as fat it is concerned eats up that fat i mean that's that it yeah just sometimes you just feel like fuck i'm fucking doing i'm up to 5 hours of cardio a day just to maintain and just like that starts to exhaust your schedule you start to dread the exercise you have no time in your fucking day mm-hmm. and then like just a subtle adjustment like no increase your muscle mass and then you can cut that number by 70% and get the yield the same result. And results. you think about your cardio too. You think about like if your cardio is really good, your heart rate can go, you can get your heart rate up. Imagine using that same potential into heavier lifts. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Or strength training like uh like a you know like a Metcon. We're gonna there. we're gonna close out here pretty soon. There's obviously too many questions that we can answer. Aaron, did you have any that you saw that jumped out at you that you wanted to hit? hit before no i think we got the ones i was i was looking at uh, we should maybe do one more that we can answer really quick uh what's a hypotenuse longest Great. side of a right triangle i gotta go i gotta go that's what it is right <laughs> the, lo- the long that's side fair. of a right yeah, triangle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can yeah. figure it out with the pythagorean theorem uh good i think that's the <laughs> one we should end on <laughs> Yeah, I love that question yeah yeah i think that fits our brand the best uh why it waxed and mathed waxed and math who's that hmm? what's waxed what? and mathed well you guys did a thing earlier where your new brand was waxed and something and i oh, changed cool. it uh yes okay why, um, why, I never, it, <laughs> let's no, end no, no, on no. that uh, why totally it works it totally uh, works dins i'm looking for some bicep exercises that aren't just different types of curls do y'all have any recs <laughs> Oh yeah, I got a bunch of curl exercise. <laughs> Not Wait, <what>? curls. <laughs> yeah, same. Not curls. <laughs> um, Tough, right? I don't know if that's um, fucking possible. I mean, I think anything you're doing for I your mean, back, like, push, push-ups, push-ups or triceps. Yeah, anything you're doing for your back. So pull-ups, uh, uh, bent-over rows, yeah. ring rows, those kind of things are are working your back and then also working your yeah. biceps. Um, but like as far as isolation workouts, uh, or isolation exercises that are working your biceps, um, it's all variation of curls really. Yeah. Um, 
Sorry, dude. You know, it's yeah. yeah. Sorry. Until you get into the yeah. Until you are doing any kind of uh, back exercises, that it's also hitting that. Like even then, like it's like oh, you can do more cleans, but even that that first initial pull is also still a curl to you know in a way is still a movement that gets it to your shoulders. So you know, I don't know. That's uh, a tough one. Jimmy Kehoe. Uh, Kiho Kimmy Jiho wants to know, now that we're all coming out of quarantine, can we get a classic motivational marker from all three of you um, for the bell babies out there? Ooh. Do you remember <laughs> those? Mean, yeah. I do. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what we... I, I can't remember what One. we elevated it to. It just became like a, something to say to the bell babies out there to keep them positive and keep them going. Like it's just like kind of okay, like a line I'll start that it. you would say. Stanger mm-hmm. says it's time. That's what I was trying to remember when you started doing your transformer oh, the, lines. The, yeah, the, mm-hmm. I was like that face. I've seen it before. What was it? It's and the, it was it's that. Time. Yeah. It's time. It's yep. time, you, guy. Is that the no. same guy? Oh no. no. Okay. But pretty close. As <laughs> yeah, far I mean, it's all in the same range. There. I mean, we're listen. I'm not yeah, stepping yeah, too yeah. out far outside my lane too much here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because opt- yeah. He's not and it's not Andy yeah. Circus over if here. If it were if it were Optimus saying that, he would be like Autobots. It's time. And then Buffer no, okay. Buffer's more. I'm glad it's you gave to time. <laughs> hey, I I had a solid motivational marker. Yeah. You guys are fucking stalling. You're stalling. You did. Oh, I'm 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 stalling hard. You are. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna do a theatrical thing. That's not. Oh, the, you have to. Eugene says, "Let's get to it." <laughs> Okay, Aaron says it didn't take you, you know, 14 months to gain 30 pounds for you to lose it in like a day or a week or even like three weeks or a month or when the next pool party is. So just like be kind to yourself, chill out, take it slow, and that's it. Ooh. Ooh, that's a great that's one. That's a great one. Thank you. Wasn't it you as theatrical, of, but I. No, no, no. It gives you. See, ours will help you get to that next rep. <laughs> Yours is helping yeah. you put the shoes on. Yeah. Which is all needed. Equally yeah. important. Yeah. Equally important. Maybe. Equally important. Yeah. Unless you're barefoot training and, yeah, you know, that's their own running. thing. That is wild. Um, Any hoots. Uh, Bell Babies out there, people listening to the podcast, if you have questions for us moving forward, we'll probably still answer some of these in upcoming episodes from um, from our Instagram that we posted today. But if you want to DM, DM us, you can at the dumbbells across all social platforms that I know of. And then uh, if you want to email us a long form question or you just want to brag or, um, you know, any of that kind of stuff, you can email us at G, at, uh, ask the dumbbells yeah. at Gmail. <laughs> just at They'll Gmail. sort it out. A <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gmail. Gmail knows. Email, Gmail knows. E- email Gmail and they'll hey, just Gmail, send it to Hey, Gmail, what kind of bar us. should I like? Ask to me. Uh, should you like? Yeah. I don't know. Whatever you personally like. Uh, I don't know. What Google, it. Uh, Google it. Google Aaron, where can people track ye down? Um, at Aaron McGowan on Instagram. And I mean, I'm on Twitter, uh, but you on know. TikTok. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do have a TikTok. Ooh. 
It has two videos. So do you post? Oh, okay. So you don't post much as far as, is it fitness related or no? The first one was a dance. And then the second, well, you know, not a real dance is sad. Yeah. Exactly like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and then the second one was, uh, my, I worked out Jason and I put it on there. That's a good one. Oh, cool. So I thought about putting those up there, but it's kind of confusing. I'm getting there, you know, I'm an old millennial, so. Copy. Yeah. Well, but you can find you on the gram. We can find you. Um, at Gmail. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love at Gmail. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's where you can find should, me. That's it. Should TikTok uh, get Kesha involved with her song for them? I think so. I like that yes. song. That was one of my favorite Zumba songs at my old gym mm. like 12 years ago at the YMCA in Brentwood, Tennessee. Uh, it's, I get why. Kesha's Holler. got some bangers. Uh, would love to see some footage of that, Aaron, Some one of these days. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure there's if footage. If we can't find yeah. it, we'll recreate it. Love that. Yeah. Love that footage. Would love to see those pictures yeah, of Stanger. Yeah. yeah. This is all great. Yeah. We have a lot of content coming your way, uh, folks. Mm-hmm. Throwback Thursdays <laughs> yeah, for the Dumbbells. Flashback Friday. Baby. Add another day in there. Way back Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Too soon Tuesday. <laughs> Too soon Tuesday. That's when you the just post before, something from the day before. Right. <laughs> and, uh... Mm-hmm. And Man Crush Monday stands. <laughs> man Crush Monday yeah. stands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Disneyland Dads. Be in there. Yep. Uh, hey, listen, dudes. <laughs> <laughs> so when Eugene and I are both here, what happens? Like, do I like say any part of the like, yeah, you ending can, you, like line or yeah, like, you can do the whole thing. <laughs> uh, yes, you can do. Uh, yeah, I'll just say it with Eugene. Well, here's the great part about it. Just like our regular episodes, we're just sorting it out on the day. Uh, yeah, exactly. And <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I'm that here for, to yeah. help push that uh, forward. Yeah. Let's yeah. have Eugene. I'll start it. Eugene, end it. And then you do the middle part. Okay. I'll, okay. okay, perfect. So uh, on behalf of myself, Eugene Cordero, and Aaron McGowan, the Dumbbells, and all the wonderful contributors out there that wrote in their glorious questions, specifically the one about the hypotenuse, we would like to remind everybody that's out there listening to train dirty, eat clean, and live in yeah. between. Cuckoo. Ah, oh, fuck, <laughs> and then you ruined it. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>